Hello and welcome to The Movie Brew, a podcast about British film and filmmakers. Today, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Lester Gartland. Hello. And we're uh, talking about Under the Skin. Yeah, so we just saw the new Black Widow movie. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) In uh, classic Avengers Endgame hype, we're going to go and do Scarlett Johansson's um, most art house film uh, but still, you know, British funded, British, British yeah, yeah, film, yeah. directed by a British um, director, and it's a, it's a, it's a movie. <laughs> it's good because it's a polarizing one. So oh get yeah, some... this is this is one hundred percent. What's the score on Rotten Tomatoes? It's like, uh, well, the user score is fifty five percent. Yeah, so it's a hundred percent. Yeah, polarizing down the middle, movie. down the middle. And to be fair, like we had. I think we had different, different, differing opinions on this film as well. I think so. I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. You probably not as much. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's kind of how I think I feel. <laughs> I thought it was a film. Yeah. This film made me feel really shit for being a man. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, but I, um, I did enjoy it very much. I had. Um, I just, yeah, it's, it's like, I think it's just one of those films where you just gotta be in the right sort of mindset to watch it. You gotta sit down and you gotta know what you're getting into. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, well, you said it best. It's not, it's the opposite of hot fuzz, isn't it? Like, yeah. You can watch hot fuzz anytime. You probably will only watch this once. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd like, I'd like to, man. yeah, probably. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I like, I like, I liked it. There was a lot of stuff I liked about this movie. Yeah. Technically and the way it presents its ideas and stuff. I'm not going to go back to it for a good time. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah, uh, yeah it's a definitely. definitely, you know, it's a heavy one. It's a heavy one. Visually it's really good. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, so with that, I think we'll j- just jump in with a little bit of general stuff yep. about the movie and stuff. Under the Skin, directed by Jonathan Glazer. Yep. Um, the same director that made uh, one of my favorite British movies coming into this podcast, Sexy Beast. Mm. Big fan of that movie. And, went to- and Birth. Have you heard of Birth? I have heard of Birth. I have not seen it. I haven't heard nor seen um i'm like two monkeys and when i say i heard i saw the name of it on the wikipedia page right. as i was doing research yeah. for this podcast that's so. more that's more reading really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm not sure how much i know but um but yeah so he he directed he came up with this uh idea for remaking this because this originally was based on a book um mm. well okay before we get into any of the production notes should we just come up with a little little synopsis should I, yeah should i read out the synopsis that yeah. i've done a screenshot of because it's i'm about, a professional man look I, i've got a controversial take it's about aliens uh what this film where did you get that from i have no idea you, just you weren't paying attention at all, <laughs> um just a, a quick little disclaimer i do have a cold so i probably sound a little bit odd if i run off to go and make you have a cult a cult. Yeah, I have a cult. <laughs> Just a cult. I've got a real case of cult coming on. Yeah, uh, yeah my nose is blocked with followers. And uh, <laughs> there's a sore throat where they did a ritual oh, earlier. God. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real mess down there. Um, okay, so, oh my God. Lester. Here we go. Uh, so, synopsis. From visionary director Jonathan Glazer comes a stunning career transformation, a masterpiece of existential science fiction that journeys to the heart of what it means to be human 
extraterrestrial, or something in between. A voluptuous woman of own, uh, uh, sorry, of unknown origin, Scarlett Johansson, combs the highways in search of isolated or forsaken men, luring a succession of lost souls into an otherworldly lair. They are seduced, stripped of their humanity, and never heard from again. Based on the novel by Michael Faber. Uh, Under the Skin examines human experience from the perspective of an unforgettable heroine who grows too comfortable in her borrowed skin until she is abducted into humanity with devastating results. So that's like quite a biased synopsis there. Yeah. Like that's that's going strong. That's like that's going it's extraordinary. Str- yeah, that's a that's a that's a pretty. I thought that was a review there for a second. Yeah, it going- does sound kind of like it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So that's a biased one, but it's it's basically, uh, Tarek said aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's basically it's it it's is, kind of like a body snatcher sci-fi yes, thing, right? Very very much so. Done in a done in a very arty kind of way. Very much on the perspective of this woman yeah the the woman um because none of the characters actually have any names in this movie they're well, all she's called the woman that's the, a name the woman yeah the, the man that's the... why i'm calling my first child <laughs> so um so yeah so they go so it's essentially they the they're we're experiencing this through her eyes and she's experiencing humanity and everything for the first time yeah and we're kind of watching them observe this but it starts off not just from the woman's perspective, but we also see a man with her who we suspect may also be a possible other alien entity. Can confirm. Um, he's alien. He's 100%. Yeah. Act weird. is an alien. Yep. Tips for watching this movie. If they drive a motorcycle, probably an alien. Yeah, it's not Tron. No. <laughs> um, so, okay, with that, I want to get into a couple of like production-y bits. Yeah, please do. Of some interesting thoughts and things that I found based on this film. You've already touched on it. That's based on a uh, book written by Michael Farber, uh, Mikel Farber, uh, of the same title, of the same name. But this film was almost a very different movie. Yeah, I want to hear about this because I, I didn't. I don't know about this. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited to tell you what this film almost was. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, Jonathan Glazer started working on it after after he'd uh, he bought the rights to uh, Under the Skin after Sexy Beast. Okay, and he started, uh, but did not start working and working on it until after he fin- until after he finished Birth, the second movie. Right. Um. The original script was a lot closer to the what the book was, and it was about um, a, two aliens posing as uh, farmers and like a husband and wife type situation oh. in the in the UK. The, uh, then they remade it a second version because they came up with the idea to make it a high budgeted film with um, with, with that sort of story because he read the book and he realized he didn't really want it to be uh anything like the book he was like he had a i had a quote that is um somewhere that i can't find but it basically said he really wanted to see the book be a film but he didn't want to film the book okay so, so he wanted to see, <laughs> i like this story want to see the book be a film don't want to film the book so he bought the rights to something and then wrote something else yeah 100 <laughs> so so then sorry this is where the this uh, the second version of the script was that it was about two aliens, husband and wife, posing as farmers living in the UK. That was the high budget version. That sounds kind of cool. And Brad Pitt was oh. supposed to star. Okay, no. In the in the um in the lead role as the uh, as the husband. No, I don't like that. So it was basically like an a mix between Signs and Mister and Mrs Smith. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This film was also almost like... Oh, it really would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would be. Oh, wow. Like farmer version of Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt. Um, and then later on, uh, the writer, the co-writer that he uh, wrote that version with, Milo Attica, left. And then he got another writer to come in, Walter Campbell, and they developed this new version of the film to rep- um, just to represent an alien perspective on the human world and focused only on the woman character. So they cut out all of the scenes that didn't have the woman character in it. Typical. And um, <laughs> I think it's like the opposite. <laughs> but uh, So they cut out all the scenes that didn't have the woman character in it and wrote yeah. it solely from her perspective and then remade it under this kind of like lower budget kind of uh, wait, and it's still kind of a fairly, fairly good budget for a movie. But well, you got Scarlett Johansson in it, so yeah. is it Johansson or is it Johansson? I think it's both. It's both. You have to pronounce both at the same time. I, I, I've never heard any her any. I think it's Johansson. But yeah, I've never heard any actually fully correct anyone. So I yeah. can't. Well, people call her ScarJo, right? So yeah, let's just go. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's anyway, fine. it's fine. It's fine. She doesn't mind. It's okay. It's okay. Could you? Um, <laughs> and um, Scary Johnson. Yeah. So they got rid of all the character names for this last version. Yeah. And basically just kind of wrote it all from this perspective as kind of an outsider looking in on humanity mm-hmm. and on that thing. So I find that absolutely fascinating that this was almost a Brad Pitt movie. It's crazy that it uh, got changed so much, like yeah. so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. And the th- fact that it was kind of like high budget. They had like big budget action scenes in it and everything. And it almost. Oh, that sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, <literally laughs> sounds like, really bad. Something like that is not the film we just watched. No. And I'm just, ke- I just kept thinking like there's so many different versions of this movie and what. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm glad we got the version that we got. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I don't like the sound of Mr. Alien. I don't like the sound of watching the other versions. I'm just going to yeah, no, tell no. you that right now. Can I uh, read you some uh, reviews? Mm. For... Throw them at me. We've got some nice uh, green spotty reviews. Yeah, let's here, do it. That I can do. And I feel like some of these you, you might actually agree with. Uh, okay, first one is from Matthew Licona from the San Diego Reader. Uh, glacial. Is it glacial or glacial? I'm going to go with glacial. No, no, not his name. The word, like an iceberg. Oh, glacial. Glacial, that's it. Glacial in pace, skeletal in plot, and generally nasty. Jonathan Glazer's under the skin. Jonathan Glacier's under the skin <laughs> is a repetitive nightmare of drear and dread, punctuated by moments of queasy making horror. One out of four. Ooh, it's pretty, pretty mean. I'm not sure that's a bad review, but they just gave it a one out of four. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you gave, if you said that all well, again, and then put four out for you be like, ah, that yeah good. i mean that sounds that sounds like yeah. what that sounds like he described what the film was actually who does who does things at a maximum of four yeah uh roger does, ebert does does he yeah oh my god he doesn't like i don't like i like odd, odd numbers scores. i like odd numbers because you get the middle yeah if it's out of five you can do a three and it's bang in the middle i think that's the point of having a four yeah i suppose so i don't agree with it <laughs> uh so so yeah what do you think of that that's like that could be either really uh yeah i think it could yeah. be either yeah and i don't think he's entirely wrong i just think it's possibly the wrong score for this movie yeah no, it's very polarizing and no one's wrong skeletal and plot i would say is mm, correct do you think yes i think you can pick out the plot there's 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 a minimal amount of plot 
this film is less about what happens in the movie and more about what the film is trying to say with what happens in the movie in it. Yeah, there I is, think it's... Uh, I, I, I mean, I wrote that down. There's a min, the, the minimal amount of things that can happen in a like sort of three-act structure type of movie thing happen. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The minimum amount. And it says more about the way people interact with each other with the way it's saying things. And it lingers on stuff a lot more mm-hmm. because it's one of those kind of slower-paced movies. Okay. All right. Next one. Peter Rayner uh, from Christian Science Monitor. I don't know. Uh, it's admirable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's admirable that Johansson should be so willing to go off the Hollywood grid. But the truth is, Under the Skin would have been a lot better if it wasn't so excruciatingly arty. <laughs> Rating D plus. <laughs> what do you, how, how do you feel about that? I I just I'm not sure that's the right terminology for it, yeah. but I kind of feel like it it's it's not a film for everyone. Yeah, and no, they, it's... That, that that's definitely opinion an opinion people watching this movie are gonna have, and I'm not gonna tell them that they're wrong or that they don't get it because it's because it's an yeah and film. no no opinion about a film is incorrect yeah yeah no that's but uh, saying saying a film is too arty for your tastes can definitely i think that's that's a, that's fair but i just don't think a top reviewer would kind of yeah i mean if he it. wanted to be serious about it he could say it's alienating yeah yeah that would be boom there you go Lester Garland coming little... in with the coming in with the big big old get a little pun terms. for your christian science monitor <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Short and sweet, this one. Liam Lacey from Globe and Mail. All this is initially fascinating and then progressively less so. 2.5 out of 4. <laughs> that's pretty specific. Yeah, that's a real specific. Well, I mean, coming from the guys who have like 7.4 <laughs> and yeah. what for their scores. What, what, what do you think about that? It, um, it's think... less fascinating as it goes on. I. Do you know what? I think. I think. I would agree with that, but yeah. I don't think I would say it's probably. I I don't think I'd say it's for a bad reason. I think it at, at the. I think it's intentional. I think at the most start yeah. of the start of the film, you're very much with Scarlett Johansson's character as she's discovering how this world, this society works, and yeah. she's fascinated for, um, kind of how how this happens, and she's got control over the all the situations that she's in, and for that you're kind of in awe and just watching all of these happen because you're kind of like, what's and going on? Mystery and yeah, yeah. And, and then intrigue. at some point, the film changes directions. Yeah. It goes into a different sort of thing and it's kind of a sort of slower pace, but it's one you've sunk, it's one you've sunk in and kind of understood where she's at as a character yeah. and the changes that she makes. And so I would say I would agree with that, but I'm not sure that it's for a bad uh, reason. See for for me, uh, I find the third act the most interesting bit. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that's just me, but yeah, like the the whole film's like cool and intriguing and stuff. But like the third act is when you kind of you get more plot, as it were. You know, you know, a film that reminds me of that sort of mentality as well as Annihilation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proper loved Annihilation. Now I got some real Annihilation vibes from this film. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, and I really, I probably enjoyed that film a bit more than this one, but I. Oh yeah, I don't think that's a outlandish thing to say at all. Annihilation is really, really good. Um, but I, but I can definitely see the similarities, especially towards the end. Um, Mm. yeah, sure, definitely. (laughs) What? Where? (laughs) Um, okay, I think I got, I got a few more, few more. Um, 
This one's from Ren Gender. Have we had him on before? We have had. No, uh, we had Render. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought we had like a regular guy then. Oh, but it might be Ren Gender. I'm gonna. I might have gotten his name wrong, and it might be the same I guy. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Ren Gender from Bitch Flicks. <laughs> No, we definitely have this guy not. This guy I, I, I just, I just saw that under his name. No, I feel like we would remember bitch flicks. Yeah, we would totally remember that. I'm gonna um, find a bitch flicks review for every film we watch. Now. We've got, we've got. We've I'm got not promising name. that. Um, okay, he says, Ren. He or she says, Why would this person watch this? Oh, all right, I'll let you go. What is bitch flicks? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, he says. Uh, the problem is Johansson's character knows from the start of the film how to be, by all appearances, a human woman, and the filmmakers never seem curious how she learned to do so. I just completely disagree with that. That's completely wrong. Yeah, that's the opposite of what happened. That's the opposite of the plot. Yeah. Is 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 what he just described there. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's just not correct at all. From the from the start of the film right the way through to at least the very end she's constantly reading other people to figure out how is the best way to act in that yeah, situation yeah she's like uh it's like when you see like a child mimic their parents kind yeah of thing. she's like just like what is this constantly supposed to constantly studying them yeah. yeah 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 and there's even a shot i was going to talk about later that literally signifies that no yeah we'll get into Bitch that flakes, you're wrong yeah ren gender see me after class must, <laughs> must do better yeah uh do okay. better right two last two i love Here these flat reviews <laughs> Um, Tara Thorne from The Coast Alright Which comes from Nova Scotia Uh, Glazer judges the men who die As he leers at Johansson in the exact same manner Then there's a fire And you wonder why you bothered (laughs) (laughs) No joke No joke I actually genuinely totally agree with that review Wholeheartedly That is absolutely true it's, I mean, I can definitely see where she's coming from. I there. can definitely see where she's coming it's from. Pretty, it's pretty funny. You look at the camera angles in this film, and they're leering at ScarJo quite similarly. I think it might be signifying something, but at the same time... I think it definitely is, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. I think it definitely is. No, uh, no, no score on that one, but I mean, you can imagine it's a low one. Yeah. Uh, and last one, Camilla Long from the Sunday Times. Uh, I just hated, hated, hated every mind-numbingly pretentious minute of it. One out of five. <laughs> That's so great. That's what I was waiting for. Oh, you always say the best ones to laugh. I've got her. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was. So she loved it. Yeah. <laughs> she was a big fan. She just thought it was really cool. Oh, God. I gotta yeah. love it. Um, so with that, you know, we I love that, I love that we read out these bad reviews at the start because... We don't want to be just kind of ultimately um, just praising a movie forever or just yeah, no. kind of like just shitting on a movie that we think is bad. We like to give balanced reviews here. And what better balanced reviews than those of the mixed opinions of the internet? Oh, the internet. Um, so, yeah, with that, I think let's get into what we thought about this movie. Some techie stuff, some of the scenes and stuff, but let's talk a little bit more about what this actual this actual movie is because it's hard to explain yeah for it's me. Hard, it's, yeah so we start we find Scar- scarlett johansson first of all what is that first shot i don't know it's an eye okay so here's what that is from what i think all right so the the shot that we're talking about is the the very very opening of the film yeah black screen 
and then like a tiny little white dot and it yeah. very slowly gets bigger and bigger yeah turns like what into what looks like an iris but like in synthetic kind of thing yeah. and then it finally is an eye and you hear scarlett johansson um uh practicing like pronunciation of syllables yeah so i'm just gonna like Chuh, duh, duh. it's really cool and weird yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and the music in that bit is really cool. It's like got these like sort of insidious like violins. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. creepy violins. Yeah, Mika um, Levy's score in this. Oh, it's so good. So good. So good. Um, so what that is for me is that is her being made. Right. That's that's her creation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. And um, well, what what did you think that was? I okay, so technically, and just looking at it, I got a lot of two thousand and one Space Odyssey vibes. Oh yeah, from like birth. For sure. I got I got a lot of like birth and like rebirth vibes from that scene. Yeah, especially in the eyes. I thought it was her taking her human form. I did not know if it was her being created. Yeah, time. so I'd it was the same like I assumed it was like the 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 alien kind of becoming human type thing. Yeah, taking that taking that form. Yeah, so that's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it's more or less the same kind of thing. Um, and then it's that that whole like kind of weird uh It's filmed really well. Oh, so good. Like you've got this kind of weird almost looks like there's some like space station kind of shots. Like yeah. that's the vibe I got from it with this kind of iris type thing moving along a cylindrical it's kind of um, in a, a synthetic way. I mean it takes so long to do things in that shot that it kind of feels like hallucinogenic after all you're kind of watching yeah. it you're going like wow what the fuck is so it takes so Great. long to do anything in this movie oh yeah everything yeah. is taken but i love that sl- like snail's pace yeah going... I, love, I love it i love yeah. a slow burn yeah. i really really enjoy that in films like a lot of like sh- like long cuts yeah all that stuff i love it yeah um so anyway so yeah that's that's so so she's been you know created or taken on her human form or whatever and then it comes to the first shot of like actual landscape that you see. Yeah. And it's Motorbike Man. Motorbike Man. Can confirm alien. Can confirm. Uh, he's basically like he like cleans up her messes, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Essentially, but kind of her boss as well. Yeah. Um, so you see him uh drag well, he's he's carrying this this woman out of like of like a ditch or whatever like off the side of the road. Her. And um, he puts that in the back of his van. Yeah. And then you see Scarlett Johansson uh, in like a pure white background uh, looking over her and then takes her clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you think that is? Uh, I took that to be kind of quite literal. Like she's taking the clothes of that woman. Okay. Becoming that woman. Okay. Taking on the form and just kind of that woman's dead or dying or consuming her or whatever and she's becoming this persona learning to be like just you know starting learning to be i took it quite literally to be honest that scene what do you think so that scene is um that's scarlett johansson's predecessor so that's another alien what yeah no yep wait what yeah and that that i mean i'm not even convinced that they're aliens i think they're kind of they might be like some sort of like that's kind of like androidy as well. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like weird. Yeah. Vibes. But for the for the sake of like, let's just call them aliens. Just, the, just we, to... we get an alien vibe. Yeah. Um, they but could also be cyborgs. Basically, that that alien started to uh, empathize with humans. 
and it didn't go well for her. And now Sky Johansson's alien is taking over. Right. And that's why that scene is on a white background, not a black background. Yes. Now I see what you're saying. Like you see with the human I, interactions. You, no joke. Getting into the tech stuff, I did write down in my notes for white is a big thing in this movie. Yep. Like with the way that they play with colors, it symbolizes so much stuff. It symbolizes purity. Mm-hmm. It symbolizes empathy. It symbolizes it's at all the turning points of the movie. It's all around either a white background or something white, whether it's mist or snow. Yeah. Like there's so much white in this movie at um, turning points and a lot of black in this movie around kind of less empathetic points. Yeah. To do with that movie. So a lot of color symbolism, shade symbolism around there. Big. Big fan of that. Yeah, yeah. It's really just very well shot. The whole film is just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. visually. So I found it like hard to pick out favorite scenes because I was like, every scene that came up, I was like, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> I was like, I would have wrote down the whole film if I didn't stop myself. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like it's every every scene in this is really, really good. Oh, so good. Um, so after that, my next scene is the first victim. Have you got one coming up before that? Um, I uh, just had... Before we get to favorite scenes, I just had some tech stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, let's get into that. Uh, with the movie. Uh, so, fun fact. Mm. Uh, no, we talked about this earlier. Obviously, that there's so much door frames. In this movie. There's a lot of door frames. If there's, if there's frames or doors or anything in a movie, it's symbolizing something. Yeah, you taught me that. And it's uh, for this film, it's all about isolation. It's all about, you know, her facing her decisions and stuff in that movie. So, a lot of door frames. Fun fact. Yep. Always going to point that out when there's there. Um, <laughs> but the big things was that all the social interactions in this film are filmed uh, either with non-actors and they're filmed uh, like them all made to feel as real as possible. Yeah. yeah. So there's not they're not scripted. Those scenes where she runs into people on the street or interacts with them in some way. They're all improv. Mm hmm. Um, and it's kind of shot with hidden cameras. Yeah. So they kind of, they, they had to actually like build their own kind of type of cameras for how they'd film certain scenes in the van and stuff for like the crew hiding in the back and like on dividers and stuff and like put them into certain sort of separate areas. And when she's walking around and stuff, the way some of those are shot are made to hide the cameras in public places because those are real people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. going about their daily lives which I thought was really cool it's really good because it sucks you into kind of believing that this is happening yes yeah, it's really really good um yeah it was and it was there was and they were saying oh um oh, that's another thing I was going to say it's um uh, going back to what I was saying about the other production notes uh, back about the second version of the film turning into the third version of the film mm-hmm. Glazer, uh, Glazer um uh said when it um said when it turned to, to about may, turning this film into kind of like a more arty film fa- focused on the female characters and not making it a high budget thing yeah. said it was like taking a rock band and like changing their sound to PJ Harvey who described okay. this film as like changing a rock album and yeah, like okay. cutting it down t- turning it into a PJ Harvey album is how he described it and I can kind of yeah I get that I can kind of see that yeah um but yeah, the I was just like, but there's a lot in, in terms of other techie stuff, a lot of first point perspective, which is a big Kubrick thing. There's yeah. so much Kubrick imagery in this film. Yeah. Um, so uh, first point perspective is kind of like a 
thing that goes to people associated in films with Kubrick, but it also goes back to like Leonardo da Vinci and stuff like that. Essentially, all lines in a frame, if you imagine you divide a frame into like, uh, th- like so you've got like a rule of thirds, which is like a, uh, a, f- a frame divided into nine parts. You've got the three here, and then you've got two lines here. You've got kind of three squares. Each side. Three columns and three rows. And then the rule of thirds is essentially if you put an image on any inter- of the intersecting lines mm-hmm. of that frame, then you will have a balanced image. Okay. So when you're filming two people talking in a room, you'd have one person for one shot on one intersecting line of the frame. Right. You go back to the other one, another person on another shot, uh, intersecting line. If you're filming a wide shot, maybe you'd put it on one of the bottom corners of the intersecting lines of the rule of thirds and you'd kind of have a wide shot and see this whole expanse. The first point perspective is imagine you've got the rule of thirds. Mm-hmm. You've got all of this frame. And then you take all the corners and all the lines meet into a center point. Okay. And that's everything leads to that point. And that's a very Kubrickian thing to do. Like having leading lines and just things all leading to a center point. Um, and there's a lot of that type of imagery in this yeah, movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, one particular one that I loved, if we're going to go move on to favorite shots in the film, is um, the... Uh, I described this scene as the letterbox human fluid shoot. <laughs> yeah. I, I put it as, what did I put? Meat waste disposal. <laughs> yeah, meat waste disposal. <laughs> yeah, so that's all that kind of like, that's all kind of like a first point perspective. A lot of yeah, yeah. things in the distance at a point and everything's leading up to that point. So your yeah. line, your eyes are just following that line. And it really adds to like the vastness of the image and stuff, which I thought was very cool. Um, and a lot of cool stuff in there. But that's yeah. pretty much what i got for techie stuff and the last thing i got is just steven spielberg said never film on water and john glazer probably just convinced me even more because that scene in the beach was pretty intense yeah. i don't want to film on water yeah that was uh that was something yeah yep. there's just we'll get to that yeah yep. a lot of a lot of stuff but yeah <laughs> techie stuff techie report tech done tech done <laughs> It's your own little. Thing. I need my. Yeah. I need. I need like a tech done sound effect. Yeah, or well, I was thinking like a like a news at ten kind of noise. <laughs> That'd be nice. The tech report. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, so fave scenes. So let's just jump in. Let's just jump into it. Well, yeah. So well, my first one was that the first 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 scene that you see, which we've already talked about. Yeah. And then after that, um, she's. So you basically follow her around. She's got this van. And she's in Scotland and she's got like a sort of, uh, is it sort of RP that she kind of accent she has? It's kind of like that, yeah, isn't it's it? Quite, it's, it's, a, it's a fairly Southern. It, it stands out basically. Yeah, she yeah. stands out like a sore thumb and yeah. she's, you know, she's good she's looking. She's Scarlett Johansson in like Glasgow. Yeah. The, like, well, I mean, kind of rural, rural Scotland. She's, she sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's going around in this van and she's basically uh like trying to seduce men. In a and she's, van. she's going around, yeah, yeah, not suspicious at all. <laughs> um, and she's sort of you see her, she goes to some blokes, she's like, Oh, well, you know, where are you going to? And he goes, like, Oh, I'm going off to meet some friends. She immediately loses interest, drives off next person. Where are you going to? Oh, I'm going back home to see my family or whatever. Lose interest, goes away, because they're not alone. Finally, finally find someone. Oh, where are you going to? Oh, just uh, oh, I'm just going home. Oh, do you live alone? Yeah, I live alone. No girlfriend, no girlfriend. But she's really pushy with these questions, and it's like you're already like, okay, well, this isn't gonna end well for this fella, yeah. is it? Um, 
so anyway, she seduces him, brings him back to her wherever. I think I think the that is like a weird kind of black TARDIS thing. I think that just turns up wherever she wants, pretty much. You think it turns it, up wherever she wants? Well, because I think she uses a few different houses oh, throughout the I film. Oh, it was the same house. No, I think it's a few different ones. Right, fair enough. Because she goes through different parts of Scotland. Yeah, that's true. She does go through different parts of Scotland. Um, Glencoe being one of them. Yeah, Arbroath. Yeah. And and others that I'm not sure about. Um, but yeah, so I, I think the first shot, she has like a flat or something. Anyway, he, he goes into this flat. He walks in through the door. Door. And then, uh, yeah, it's all black. Uh, Passage of change going through the door. Yeah. Uh, it's all pitch black. He's following her. He's like kind of hypnotized. Yeah, and she's kind of like doing this kind of weird sort of like hypnotizing kind of like a siren walk. Dance yeah. siren. Like a siren, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, and she's like undressing and walking off and he's following her and undressing as well. And it goes on for a for a, for a bit because there's all the all the shots in this are slow, so just just assume that everything's going at a snail's pace when yep, I'm talking yep. about it. And basically, eventually, he gets all his kit off, and then he just sinks into this black floor into some abyss. Yeah, and that's all you see of him until next time. Yep, on the net. You the see next him. Bit, you see him again later on. Later on, we'll put a pin in that. But um, go into that shot. Yeah, Where all of the victim shots are shot the same way. Yeah, and they're all done really. Um, they're all done really well. And going back to Kubrickian, they're so Kubrickian in the way yeah. that they're, they're shot. Because so it's all shot from a flat profile um, perspective, tracking their movement in this kind of um, in these kind of scenes. It cuts between them a little bit, and you kind of see them from face on as they're walking down, especially as he's going going down into the muck yeah. type thing, being absorbed. Or what we think that might be, but yeah. essentially, um, yeah, the the shot that sticks out for me is this kind of like wide tracking shot, watching them walking together and him just start sinking in this kind of blackness, yeah, basically. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just super wide, surrounded by black on black background, and then just, oh, just sticks out. Really it looks well. so cool, and it's just so. Yeah, I'd watch this film just for that shot. To be honest, yeah. it's kind of great. Yeah, but there's a lot of shots like that in this movie. So yeah, I, I think uh, now we're getting into the victim shots. We've got to sort of agree that we're going to be fairly mature about the nudity in this film. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give it a go. Uh, so yeah, let's. We'll be we're gonna be grown up, are yeah. we? Or, or should we get a parent or guardian to come um, in and monitor I think us? We can have consent from a parent or guardian. To okay, come so in. we're gonna be grown up about yeah. it. So going forward. Uh, there's like a shitload of boners in this dude. Yeah, there are a lot of boners. <laughs> this film gets an award for most most boners to um to um to to female breast ratio because that doesn't yeah. always happen in movies. No, I d- um, I actually like I know it's a rule for TV, but I didn't know it was different for film. I thought you could only show like flaccid penises. Yeah, I th- yeah, I, you know what? I now that I think about it, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you. I think that's a rule for TV, but I think it might be for films as well. Or well, they just kind of generally follow it just yeah. for the... Yeah. But, I mean, who doesn't go to see Under the Skin for the the Wham Bam Thank You maps? For the... Yeah, for the dongers. Yeah. It's, it's, they're there. They're there. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, we saw them for you. So just yep. uh, just so you know. Just a heads up, guys. Heads up. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't shy away from any of that stuff. Nope. 
it's yeah it's not afraid to show all of the things and it's and it, that's kind of i admire the film for that i'm not gonna lie to yeah you. no so do i yeah yeah mm, big fan on the the fierceness for just showing yeah. the showing the bone yeah because i mean there's plenty of ways you could like you know not show it yeah the fact they're just like nah fuck you you're gonna have to look at this yeah like, okay i'm the, uncomfortable I mean, now the majority of the film is sexualizing scarlett johansson's character and about the gaze towards her character so why not have those moments when be fairly raw yeah yeah then just kind of show it from yeah i agree that perspective i think it's i think it's probably the best way to do it to be honest yep, yep, yep. uh you're supposed to feel uncomfortable watching it so... and i did feel uncomfortable watching exactly it for the entire movie even the movie without the bonus yeah even even though even the 30 seconds that didn't have a boner in it the <laughs> <whole> <laughs> um so what have you got next on favorite scenes uh the particular scenes that sticks out to me they're not kind of like chronologically order and just like obviously the victim scenes i think are great mm. the favorite other favorite scene other than the kind of the um sort of the flesh meat yeah garbage no, yeah no we'll get to that one that we um That's a good that we one. talked about earlier a little bit what the one for me was the bit where she starts studying all of humanity okay yeah yeah and she's walking around town and just kind of studying all of these different people and watching how mm-hmm. everyone acts and then suddenly you just watch all of these different shots blend into one another and then they start speeding up and the shots blend into another faster like um they yeah they just kind of speed up as as they blend into one another and then they kind of get this orangey glow and it all kind yeah. of drifts into one another until it's superimposed with her face in the end mm. and it's all this kind of montage of different shots and different people going about their different daily lives smiling talking to each other just kind of living basically and she's studying it and it's kind of like in this you're watching her brain process this information yeah i thought that was fascinating that's a really good one it's so well done but there's so many of them and shots like that in this movie yeah that's kind of like the start of her humanity kicking in yeah kind of thing definitely the start of her watching yeah and studying just kind of yeah beginning to understand what people are about yeah 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 uh yeah that's that's a really good one um for me the next one i think this comes just before that actually the uh scene at the beach oh yeah she runs into the check guy scene at the beach yep uh so oh god that's a really terrible scene yeah so she's on the prowl again yeah she fights she's at this beach the waves are super choppy and she starts talking to this check guy second victim right or just after the first victim this is well this is before the second victim scene okay but there's implied a few victims before yeah um she's talking to this chat guy at the beach with the sea being very dangerous and uh basically finds out he's here all alone so she's like cha-ching one and then um over sort of the other side of the beach um there's a family there and their dog's gone too far into the sea their dog went too far into the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what right, it was. Right, that's what that was. Their dog swam out into the sea too far. Yeah, and then... missed the dog completely. Oh, okay. So that you were probably watching that. Like, why the fuck are they going in the sea? Well, I saw the woman in the sea, and I thought yeah. the man was trying to save the woman. because Well, he, he is, but the, the woman's trying to save the dog. Yeah, I did And then the man, the, 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 well, the, the mother's trying to save the dog. The father's trying to save the mother. Yeah. And uh, the Czech guy, he's like a, in like a wetsuit. He's like a swimmer guy. He runs over to like help as well and uh basically they all drown yeah um 
the Czech guy kind of gets washed up. I think he's just like unconscious at this point. Yeah, he's pretty pretty bad. He was he's on his way out. Yeah, without help. And she kind of looks at him. You see the cogs turning in her head, and she just picks up a big old rock, and uh, come back. Yeah, unnecessarily in my in my opinion. I think he was pretty much on his way out oh, yeah, anyway. It was pretty pretty grizzle. It was oh, it was pretty rough because you yeah. knew that's where it was going, but you yeah. didn't want him to go there. Yeah. Um, and then, so from that, she's she's killed the the man that she needed, and she's dragging him up the beach, and she drags him past this baby that's crying that belonged to the father and mother and possibly dog, yeah. Um, which is just brutal, so brutal. But it also shows where her humanity is at that point. It's like yeah. she doesn't. It's not. It's not like she sees the kid and is like, ah, fuck that kid. No. She like <laughs> she like <laughs> she doesn't even realize like the kids they're crying she doesn't even know what that is yeah she's not she's aware like, that, that of doesn't what that, is. that just doesn't add up in her yeah. head she just ignores it she's like i don't know what that is yeah um and then mr motorbike comes along after to to clean up yeah uh cover up and whatever and he he does some cleaning up he's walking away from the baby then he walks back and you think he's gonna go and like do something horrible to the, the baby. baby yeah and uh now he just picks up a garment of clothing that was left there. Yep, and, and then just walks off. Walks off and the baby is left on the beach. <laughs> Which is kind of worse. It's just horrible. Yeah. 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 So it's just there. And it's like, okay. Uh and then you, you hear about that later on the news over the radio mm-hmm. in her van. But um And the yeah. baby the baby was left on its own, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's still alive when it's on the radio. I believe so, yeah. I believe the baby's still alive. Um but yeah, it's into it, my theory about the film, but anyway. Oh, okay, we'll I'll get into that in a yeah. bit. Um, but yeah, again, so that just shows his 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 humanity's not there either. Yeah, yep, yep. He again doesn't doesn't recognize that there's a child there. No, 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 not at all. And it might as well be like a plant or something. Yeah, there is um, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot with the, that kind of like symbolism and stuff with that family in this movie and stuff. And I'm I'm just thinking like, what? Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Here. Right. Why did she kill the Czech guy? Why? Yeah. To get his skin. To get his skin? Yeah. Or to get the meat? No, the meat gets thrown away. Right. Oh, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said disposal. Uh, meat disposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I guess... Okay, I understand that. So they're stealing disguises. Yeah, but I still feel like... Most of the people that she kind of preys on, she does with some sense of morality or kind of looking for a reason of why they should be taken. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, with what, like, okay, so the 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 writing questions she asks every single person that she takes up as a victim is, "Are you alone? Are you uh, like, uh, what are you doing here? Trying to get a bit of their story." Yeah, and then when they start showing a bit of interest in who she is and like her deal and like you know give her like whatever give her compliments they see that they're attracted to her or whatever that's the point where she's like okay clock like light bulb moment turns on i know what i'm gonna do to that person but i always felt that the people that showed that they had some sort of like morality or weren't trying to take advantage of her in any way she didn't kill those people but maybe at the start she doesn't really have that humanity. I think at the start she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. 
She's just, uh, as long as they're alone so she doesn't get caught, that's the only reason. Fair she's enough. not asking, like, do you have a family because she doesn't want to, just, if you if they have a family, people are going to be looking for them. Okay. That's, what I, that's all that is. All right, fair enough. So just, like, if you're alone, then you're fair game. It's not some sort of, like, weird moral compass. No, moral no, it's, compass. it's literally to just reduce risk. Fair enough. Of getting caught. Uh, yeah, well, that's the way I see it anyway. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's, that's what it is. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously she grows over time. Um, so we did the horrible beach scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you want to get onto the, the next like victim scene? Cause that's with the wheat, with the meat disposal and all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, that's where it gets really interesting. Oh yeah. Cause it basically follows along the same things as the first scene where he follows her into this blackness and he drops down into it. But then it cuts to him in the like abyss. Yeah. And he's floating there and he's still like conscious and he's moving around and it's just really dark and he's kind of like a weird shade of blue yeah. lit up. Um, and then he's kind of he's just kind of trying to figure out and it's he's sort of like acting like, Oh, there's something something weird's happening to me. I'm not sure what what like because he on? like his shoulder like clicks and stuff yeah, and he's yeah. getting all like uh weird. And he looks like, you know, he's in some pain. Then he looks across from him and there's the first guy that she uh, dragged in there. The first victim. But he's all... uh, Sunky. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to describe it. Well, he's been kind of... sunken prune. He's been soaked in this whatever it is to the point where his skin is not attached to his body anymore. So he's like all baggy and weird. He's super bags. Super bags. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, they kind of, they're exchanging looks and kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, like concern. And then he goes over to touch the guy in the hand. Yeah. To like see if he's real, pinch him or something. Yeah. And then, well, they're pinching him, this baby. But yeah, um, yeah so he pinch him, see if he's real or whatever, or to like kind of see what he can. And then the guy kind of, or see if he's still conscious. The guy kind of moves yeah. his hand a little bit. And then uh, kind of he moves back a bit freaked out by the whole situation. And then you see this man, this person, just get separated from his skin. Yeah. It's super cool. <laughs> it's really <laughs> weird. It looks, end up looking like a plastic bag of a man. Yeah. He looks like one of those uh, like car dealership block oh, guys. Oh, man. Like a wacky inflatable <laughs> unflailing tube man. Yeah. Oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah. He, he maybe looks... that's what the film's about. They That's how they make those. Yeah. It's just an episode of how it's made. I thought he looked a bit like a disposed <laughs> condom, to be honest. Like, it was just like going <laughs> oh down. God. Like, it's just real. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, not, yeah, it's not just nice. been flushed. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, so, he's st- <laughs> <laughs> so he starts sinking. Yeah, the the skin man, and then yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> the skin man <laughs> is just like sagging to the bottom oh, of whatever. God, this is and gross. Just uh, we assume to be collected. Yeah, uh, I love horror movies, but that creeped oh, me out. Yeah, the first time I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit!" What? <laughs> um, was not expecting. What a fuck. <laughs> yeah, um, and then it cuts to the meat shoot that you were talking about. Yeah, with the center favorite well, shoot in the whole movie. So when you were talking about the framing, it's like um, it's like when you when you draw like a road when you're doing a drawing, yeah. you draw a road. You just do like two lines that meet each other in the middle of the page. Yeah, yep, yep. and then it's then you just 
like make it look like a road essentially yeah so it's like this big sort of glowing orange shoot of of his remains yes and it's just going into i don't know like a furnace looking thing something like that thing um it's just a really cool shot it's really weird and uh very strange very strange um but yeah it just looks really really cool and gross at the same time so you think she can summon that room whenever she wants well i think they set it up yeah but yeah essentially because the uh so the first scene with the lady and it's all white that's in the back of the van yeah 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 so i just called it tardis van Hardest man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Pretty I, much, I, I get right? It. I get it. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's just they. Well, they they like they put down like a base of operation in a town. They're like, do they, I think? Because I think she's like change. She's moving town for every person she gets. Yeah, I think she is. Yeah. So they're like, Which okay, well, we'll sense. set up set up the next place. Yeah. You know, in this this is where you got law them to in this town kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that's a that's a, a good one. So you see the after the meat waste disposal happens, yeah, and the skins floated down to the bottom of the thing. You then see a scene very similar to the start of the film, with the like iris, the synthetic iris and stuff happening again, but this time it's red, and it's like the creation of another one of them. So there's another one being made there. Okay. Yeah. Another one of the alien people yeah yeah i don't know if it's like a motorbike man or a, or a seducy lady but oh wait this kind of makes sense so you think she's taking the skin for all the other aliens that come down yeah 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 it's it's, it's, it's body snatcher stuff she's body there snatchers. to she's there to to get the skin for the other aliens oh, so, so the other aliens can come down it's a slow invasion so all the motorbike people are the people from the earlier thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Now I finally understand. See, this is what I was saying to you earlier. I was uh, like, I okay. need someone to sit down and explain this movie to me. Uh, like, what the fuck this movie was about? Yeah. So, okay, I understand now. I thought she was just killing people and just taking their skin. No, she's doing a job. Oh, she's like, she's yeah. on the job. Yeah. Cool. That's why she replaced that that other one at the start. Because the other one fucked up and they had yeah, to replace yeah, yeah. her. No, I didn't get that that first one was a previous alien. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. And then we get to the the amber shot that you're talking about, where she's studying people yeah. and all that stuff, which is a really great shot. And then uh, next on my list after that is Tesco Man. Tesco Man. This whole bit is basically an advert for not going out, not doing what just you want to do, like not doing anything, not going out to see your mates, not doing anything. Just go to Tesco's. Yeah, basically, you're gonna go anywhere. Just go to Tesco's. Don't worry about what's happening in the van. Someone like ask you any questions, just ignore them, keep your hood up, just go to Tesco's. <laughs> yeah. If all else fails, yeah. just go to Tesco's. Yeah. Tesco's. Um so yeah, it's similar to the other one. She's on the prowl for men. She comes across this guy who's basically walking to Tesco's. Yeah. He's going at night because he has a condition which means his face is disfigured. And he says he's going there at night because uh people wind him up. So he's going. He's avoiding everyone. He's yeah. like, I'm doing my Tesco shopping at night because I don't want to be like fucking bothered and yeah. bullied and whatever. And this is a dude again going back to what I was saying earlier with like kind of how the shots were filmed with non-actors and stuff. This is a guy with a real condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a real yeah. disfigurement in his condition, which I did not get at first. I thought that was yeah prosthetics and stuff, but fair play to them for like casting a real. Yeah, you said he was like in other films as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that's pretty he's cool. A, he's a he's a lead in another film after this one. Good guy, man. Yeah, 
uh, and Andy Pearson, I believe. Very good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, similar thing happens. He gets in the car because she's like, "I'll give you a lift," and he's like, "Yeah, fine, okay." She seems okay. Uh, but he's very skeptical because obviously he's not used to people talking to him uh as casually as this because he's used to people basically being dicks right yeah um so she's like trying to flirt and seduce him and stuff and he's he's kind of like not having any of that yeah he's like keeping quiet and then every now and then he's he's basically like giving looks of like what the fuck's going on here lady what's what's going on like he's not buying it not buying it um yeah and and so she says something like uh oh no so she drives somewhere like near i think where her her house is and he goes this isn't tesco's and she goes no i've got a i've got a place like just around the corner from here do you want to come and he goes i just want to go to tesco's great line yeah so uh stay stay this whole film is basically the the subcategory would have just been i just want to go to Tesco's. yeah kids don't do the sex do tesco's yeah yeah <laughs> Get those meal deals. <laughs> Don't get those magnums. But anyway, she she kind of insists basically, and and he ends up uh, with a similar fate to the other guys. It goes to the black room again. Yeah. Uh, he gets his kit off and starts walking through the thing, and then it cuts to her looking in the mirror at herself. I'm very interested on what your opinion is of the significance of the mirror, because that's another symbolism mm-hmm. type thing that's on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think is going on there? Um, I don't have any theories, uh, exactly on the mirror. Uh, but it ties into my overarching theory, right, which okay. I'll get into later. We'll get into it. We'll what do you What do you think about it? I don't know. I know the mirror signifies something. Yeah. Is what as much as I kind of know because yeah. not only does she do it, do it multiple times, and mirror mirrors play a big part in. Uh, throughout the movie yeah. when she's kind of assessing herself looking into uh, at first I thought it could be to do with her vanity or kind of like looking at that but I think there's more to it than yeah that. no I, I don't it's think kind it's of vanity. telepathic kind of connection type thingy with the mirror because of the way the uh, other male character comes in and stares in the mirror for a second right yeah, but it, yeah. I don't think it could also not be that it could have just be just kind of like staring at the other because you're different or just kind of finally catching a glance of themselves yeah type thing i'm not so uh one important point that i forgot to mention that's different about this victim scene than the others is uh when she's about to send him into the abyss she sees her own form this is the first time you see her alien form like a black uh kind of sinewy skeletal kind of looking thing it's like a generic alien looking thing really um and it's not like she turns into it it's it's standing next to her and she looks at herself as that thing and that thing's looking back at her yeah and then uh so i think that ties into the mirror i think that might be the same moment yeah happening um so yeah so she basically she takes a long hard look at herself right yeah. and then it cuts to uh the outside of the house and she's let the guy go no but without his clothes yeah unfortunately it's his clothes daylight is coming his clothes have must have gone down the meat chute so now he is just <laughs> a disfigured naked man running through the woods yeah i mean he wanted to go to tesco with his hood up in the <laughs> yeah. night and now yeah. it's morning and he's now running he through doesn't a have a field hood naked and he, he's still just trying to get to tesco his donger out yeah yeah oh, poor guy um so he's he's just sort of like running away 
uh, he gets sort of across this field into the next kind of little housing bit. Neighborhood watch area. And he gets caught up to by the motorbike man yep. who disposes of him because he's seen too much. Yeah, Can't be set free now. Pretty quickly. And you think he's going to get away as well. You, you do. Think, you think he's going to get to Tesco's, but he just he doesn't get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so after that, this is the kind of where the third act of the film begins. Yeah. So I just want to jump in here really quick and just say, I feel like this out, this moment with this man, and particularly the moment before, uh, which is also one of my favorite scenes, uh, or I think it might be the moment after, is when she takes the van and she gets, and she ends up in like a road of mist. Yeah, that's directly after this. Directly yeah, after yeah. this. Yeah. And this, uh, directly after this, and is, 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 this is kind of my favorite, I'd probably say one of my favorite moments in the entire film i feel like this this whole interaction signifies the change in her character oh yeah she's kind of gone from just being this kind of workhorse not caring about humanity not caring about humans just kind of taking their skin and devouring them or whatever or sending them for the other body snatchers to having this encounter with someone who feels like an outsider like she does in this kind of area and then letting letting the first person go and then she's yeah. suddenly at a crossroads big hint covered in mist not being able to see what she was going surrounded by white yeah, white yeah. signifying purity in this kind of movie in my opinion yeah um it's like it's like she realizes oh i don't have to do this yeah i don't have yeah. to keep killing all these people but i also feel it's kind of like a moment where she um she starts kind of looking for the humanity in other people you know, mm-hmm. And it takes this person um, that she kind of lets go to kind of teach her that not everyone and not not all the men in this movie are dicks, but well, yeah. pretty close to <laughs> near enough all of them. Near enough all of the men in this movie are dicks, but almost not all of the men in this movie are dicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not everyone is horrible. So she tries to kind of starts to change her outlook on what's going on. Yeah. And that that scene directly after it, where she's at the crossroads, surrounded by white in the mist and stuff, just signifies that moment for me metaphorically, and it's yeah, kind of yeah. something I think is quite um quite damn pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's also kind of foreshadowed uh, earlier when she's listening to the radio and it's saying about the uh, the drowning at the beach. Yeah, and they say police have had to put off the search uh, due to the fog. Yeah, and then she finds the fog and she kind of looks at it for a bit. And she's like, ah. I leave the van here and go through the fog, they won't be able to find me because yeah. the motorbike men are after her at this point. So, like, she's letting people go, we got to put her down. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Uh, so, that's like, yeah, her escape plan and also her transformation, uh, which is a really, really good scene. Walking through the mist. Yep. Coming out a different person. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, then she ends up in this village and she tries to eat cake and nearly throws it up. Yeah. I guess just because. She can't, can't eat stuff. Game. Just yeah. can't eat stuff, I suppose. Um, but then she runs into. She just eats people. <laughs> just the. I don't think they eat people. I don't, I don't think they eat anything. They See, this is why I also think they're kind of androids because I don't think they eat anything anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think they're a weird cross between aliens and androids. Something like that. Um. So yeah, this is where. So the third act really takes a big old turn. Yeah. Uh, she's basically on the lamb. Yeah. Uh, she runs into this fella in the in the village that she's hiding in. Oh, you should also point out at this point, uh, this 
uh, after she's like kind of gone off, she goes hiding and this whole interaction with this person is made to seem like this person is a threat. Yeah. So yeah. he, follow, he follows her. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause the first time he's, uh, she's meets him is uh, she's walking down the road. She's walking past a bus stop and he just goes, the bus will be here soon. And she just immediately turns around and walks and sits at the bus stop. She doesn't like stand near him or anything. I didn't hear just, him say that. Yeah. He goes, bus will be here soon. And she yeah. just, just automatically turns and sits down at the bus stop. Like she's obeying him. Yeah. Um, Just cause he's there. And then they're on the bus uh, going, well, I don't know where she thinks she's fucking going. She's just going wherever, I guess. Wherever. Uh, and he's sitting on the on the seat behind her going like, oh, are you okay? Um, you know, he's asking about her well-being, but he's being very persistent about it. Yeah. So it comes across like, you know, this guy's after something. Yeah. And the guy on the bus as well was kind of like... Oh, the guy on the... Yeah, the, the bus driver was bus driver. definitely just trying to chat her up. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I thought he was being. I thought he was the nice one. He was trying to like because he was telling the other guys like slide yeah, down. I think there's a, a a a mix. There's a mix in there. Yeah, there's a bit of a mix. Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Because he was telling the other guy to pipe down. He, yeah, he's like he's in. He's in no way a, a bad guy either. But he's yeah. I don't know. I think he was just like trying his luck and then realized it wasn't happening. And then the other guy was kind of trying to talk to her. And then he butted in. Was like, ah, don't you know? What were you bothering with it? What would she want to do with you? Yeah, kind of thing. Uh, it's kind of a funny scene actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um tiny tiny bit of levity (laughs) just a tad we're the bus driver a little bit um yeah so so he basically after after a while of like persistently asking uh you know where where are you going where you you know you don't even have a jacket blah blah he convinces her to go back to his basically go and stay with him and so the shots you see is they're at the grocery store and he's just literally like buying like eggs and stuff yeah, just je- just normal normal dude stuff. Normal dude stuff. Um, buying eggs, buying bread. They go back to his house. He makes dinner. He washes up. He makes her a cup of tea. Oh, he that's puts it. Because bit directly before that, he's just like she looks at him and he goes, "Do you need help?" And she's like, "Yeah." Yes. Yeah. 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 They cut smack. So that that's right. actually yeah, like a real pivotal bit is yeah. her actually saying, "Yeah, I need help." Yeah, I need I need to get away. I need to. And then it cuts to, and you, you think it's going to be horrible, but then it just cuts to him just being a good dude. Yeah. Like, you're so used to seeing just horrible shit in this film. And yeah. then it's just him being a good guy. And, you know, he's, you know, she she's staying at his place and he's, you know, he's given her the bed and set a heater up, cup of tea on the side for you. Right, yeah. close the door at night then. Doing the washing He's up. not even trying anything. No. He's not trying anything. He's just a good dude. Watching a, watching a comedy sketch on the... Uh, yeah, watching some Tommy Cooper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, other thing uh, to point out. So, two things you should never ignore in movies. Mm. Door frames. And Tommy Cooper. Uh, anything that's on the TV. Because <laughs> if okay. there's anything that's been put on the TV that's uh, on, that's in a film, they've had to buy the rights for whatever they're showing oh, in the film yeah, anyway. Okay, yeah. So it's got to be pretty important for someone to put a scene of something or something else in a particular movie. Okay. So the Tommy Cooper thing is it's always it's always some sort of symbolism to what they're referring to. I kind of read that as the her like reading into like the absurdism of the humanity and this kind of like she's playing dull in this situation a lot like that comedy sketch was kind of like about this guy doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, possibly. But it could also just be something else. I'm just saying scenes yeah. that stuff that's on the TV and movies they mean stuff. 
I'm yeah, I'm sure there's some meaning there. I haven't thought about it at all, so I'm not gonna try and guess because I'll just end up sounding like an idiot. Well, that's what I did. <laughs> no, that's, no, I think that's 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 not bad. Not a bad pun. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've I don't know. But yeah, that that must mean something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically their their relationship kind of grows. Well, yeah, takes he her to see a castle. Uh, he makes her a cup of tea, does the washing up. She's yeah. chilling. Listens to music for the first time. Starts tapping her hand. Yeah, yeah, join yeah. Them, uh, join the music. He's like, yeah. she starts cool. to be a bit more human. Yeah, still creepy though. Still, still. I odd. wouldn't want that still person odd. watching me while I'm doing the washing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't want my, I don't know. Don't want my back turned. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying that because I've seen her devour people in a black goo or I mean, whatever. That might have something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, they go off and they go on a little adventure. Yeah. To the castle. Yeah. Um, I think there's a big uh, part because there's a big puddle on the entrance to the castle. He yeah. picks her up and walks across that puddle. Yeah, I think that really has a reverse symbolism of the black room with yes. the shiny floor. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's something I haven't really put together properly, but there's something there as there's well. Something with the last like, that she for like for one thing, she lets herself be be picked up, be picked up, yep, and carried across. Yeah. Uh, she's always been in control of everything, all the all interactions she's had with men up until this point. She's been in control of. Here she is, completely surrendering herself to this one nice person. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of got something. Well, just just trust. I don't think it's just surrendering. Trust. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you know, surrendering mean... is the wrong word, but yeah, yeah. But I just mean in that sense of here, letting her yeah. be picked up and no, for sure walked across. Um. But yeah, it's a form of trust, definitely. Yeah. And um, just kind of not knowing what to do, I guess, because yeah. she's kind of just learning to be a person and not kill people. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, so they get to the castle. Yes, they have like a date at the castle, basically. Yeah. And and then it cuts back to they're back uh, at his house and they're about to uh, do... do uh... Do do a sex? Oh, we missed the one one what pivotal. We, what did I miss? Movie. What did I miss? Uh, the we discover her crippling fear of stairs in the uh, castle. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, just going through another doorway, doors, archway yep. in movies, and um, the she starts and she's like, and there's a gust of wind coming up these spiral staircases, and he's like, yeah. he's not not sure what's going to happen so he has to lead her down these stairs like one by one she's like proper jittering yeah. not sure what's going on but i i'm just pointing this out if you'd be the guy in that situation and you're going on a date with this woman in her late 20s early 30s and she's freaked out by some stairs as if she's never seen stairs before i'd just point out that i think that's a bit weird like, um, what's going on especially seeing as the stairs in his house yeah and she wasn't freaked out by those stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of odd. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah. Um, so yeah, then it then it after their date, it cuts back and they're about to. I've put this down as consensual sex scene. <laughs> um, Wonderful. Yeah. So it's kind of. I wrote it as torch scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll I'll get to that as well. Um, but yeah, so it's it's like the first bit of kind of romantic uh, affection you see in the film. Yes. Uh, which is quite important, and it's. I mean, I mean, it's still like it's. It's pretty. It's pretty raw to look at. We should also point out that the night before, the first night she gets to the um, to the the guy's house, the guy's house in the room. First night she spent. He makes her a bed. Does I think she spends the night in opening a closet, looking at herself, and inspecting yeah. her human form. Yeah, 
and it's kind of accepting her body. Mm-hmm. I kind of read that as and kind of just inspecting her kind of human form. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I kind of feel like that's a prep to herself and in her mind but for this scene that you're talking it about. It definitely is. Because, yeah, like you said, she's looking at herself. She's just kind of checking herself over and she looks content. Yeah. Is what is all I'll say she's, about that. She's happy with what she's got. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, it gets, gets to uh, the romantic scene. And then just as about uh just as it's about to 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 happen. Yeah. To get going. She freaks out. Yeah. And she gets up from the bed and she basically you hear like a weird tearing noise. Oh, is that what that was? That's what that was. And that makes sense now you've seen the end. Right. Yes. And then she goes and checks it in the lamp. Right. So okay. she doesn't want to freak out the dude. Yep. Now I understand what that was. Yeah. Okay, I did not That's hear what the that was. So I did not hear the tearing sound. So uh a bit it's probably like something near her like inner thigh or around her around her region has torn cuz she's an alien wearing someone's skin. Yeah. So it's torn and she jumps up and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't let him see this." Yeah. So she gets up to check it. Then it cuts and 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 from there uh she's and now she's run off. Yeah. She's freaked out and run off. Freaked out, run off, can't deal with the dude. Uh, so now we're on the last scene, uh, which was Tarek's favorite bit. Oh yeah, yeah. loved this bit. Can't wait. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Great. But we'll, we'll get Woods. through it, and then we can talk about what we think about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blast through it. Blast through it, mate. She so she's she's run away. She's freaked out. Yeah. Uh, she's in the woods. Yeah. And then she's just walking through. She bumps into a woodsman. Yeah. Guy working in like a big high-vis coat. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you just out rambling on your own. She's like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, there's loads of there's loads of trails. Don't worry, you won't get lost. Blah, blah, blah. He sounds kind of reassuring. But at the same time, he keeps asking things like, are you on your own? Which yeah. is the same kind of things that she asked at the start when she was getting yeah, I didn't know men into her van. You, until you pointed that out to me. Yeah. I was just like, that is a man who loves his job and is just being very helpful. Yeah. Um, it turns out, no. Yeah, no. Um, she so, finds a cottage. Yeah, later she finds somewhere to rest. She falls asleep. She wakes up to him uh, groping her. Yeah. She runs away. He chases her. Yeah. He then uh, proceeds to force himself upon her. Yeah. And then he notices the tear. I'm just I just breezed past that bit because it's just like well done. I don't want to like just, uh, you were just you were just breezing past this. Last yeah, bit. I don't want to describe it too much. It's gross. No. Uh, he, yeah. So he he's, he's 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 forcing himself upon her, and then uh, he kind of recoils because he's seen the rips, and it's showing not a human form. Not a human. You yeah, you get the impression that this is not this man's first time in doing whatever he has done. Yeah. And um that he is uh pretty freaked out by what he has seen. Yeah. Of this alien person. Um so then he runs off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we think that's and it. We think that's the last of that, that man. We think that's it. And that's that's it. And then she's kneeling down. She basically takes off her like head, shoulders, and face and knees and toes. <laughs> and like kind of like a like just taking off like a, a coat yeah. or something yeah and then she, it's kind of like half off of her so there's this black kind of skeletal form and then she's looking at the face that she was wearing in her hands and, and the, the face, face is, is looking back looking back like blinking it's still active looking back at her um and while that's happening the man then comes back yeah throws petrol on her yeah sets her alight yeah 
And that's the ending, which is very abrupt, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Very, very abrupt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that is the ending. Uh, apart from the last shot of the, 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 snow. the snow and the man looking for... It ends with, you know, one of the man aliens looking out on a cliff. Yeah. For her. Well, I, th- I think that's I think that's him looking and knowing that she's gone. Yeah. Is, kind of feeling I think that that's she's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Just being gone. like, oh, okay, she's, yeah. Yeah, basically. And uh, the snow, basically signifying, like, the end, rebirth, finality type yeah. of things from it. I'm just going to talk about how uncomfortable this last bit made me feel throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, you didn't like it. I didn't like it. Not a bit. No, just, I don't. Okay, right. I didn't like I literally wrote a note down saying, I don't like the dudes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many bad dudes in this movie. Yeah. But um, also just this whole bit, like, I just, it, I mean, it just achieves its desired effect in making you feel extremely oh, yeah, uncomfortable. It's, it's horrible. But it's the point in which it happens. Just at the point where she's kind of starting to accept humanity and starting to feel like she's empathetic with other people there comes this bald-headed guy and just kind of just ruins everything and is forcing himself upon her and she's being taken advantage of and it made me feel very very uncomfortable understandably so didn't like it didn't like him bad dude so what did you think about the part where she was looking at her own face and her hands um i mean i'm gonna say that bit was signifying something the film was making me feel and that was just, just taking a hard look at yourself and your life choices <laughs> and just kind of being like... Uh, yeah, pretty much. Just just kind of just wet look what look like kind of a sort of, look what got you to this point. Look what got you to watching this movie, Tarek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. And now you're watching Now this. you're watching me watch myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I... That's kind of what I got from it. But what do you think it is? That's more or less it. I mean, I have, but again, that ties into my general theory, uh, which we'll get into very shortly. So I guess um, just wh- what do you think about the film in general? Like overall, what do you think the the kind of the story is here? What okay. The message is. What do I think the story is? What do I think the story was? I think, okay. Okay. Here we go. I have written down a section called ideas. Okay. Now in terms of, ideas in terms of what i think this movie is i attempted this as like a gcse or like a person trying to answer a question that they don't really understand <laughs> like and so uh it's literally one word answers so like you know when you're at school and you don't know what the answer to a specific question that you don't understand is so you just throw things out there that's what i've done with topics and themes of what i think this movie is about very good um so <clears throat> The male, so here I've got ideas. What is this movie about? <clears throat> the male gaze, consumption, outsider perspective on the human experience, vulnerability, predator nature, vanity, female experience, end. <laughs> and there is also an end. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, oh and then I just put a bit about her giving herself to the Scottish man and just the missed stuff that I talked about earlier and the fact that I don't like the dudes in this movie that's essentially my 8 year old's understanding of what I think this movie's about fair enough I I, I, I kind of feel like it's very much about that outsider perspective looking on the human experience studying yeah. people yeah. and growing in empathy 
feeling isolated, I feel like, is a big thing about what this movie is about. And as soon as she starts to kind of find that connection with it, it's also kind of being taken advantage of her as well and people using that. But also she uses her power and stuff and kind of uses that kind of gaze that people put upon her, especially at the start of this movie, against them. So I think that's a big part of it. I think it's about a lot of things. Yeah. But no, it definitely is. I need to There's a lot you can pull out of it. Wrap my head around it a little bit. Yeah. Um but I want to hear what you're I mean, you're coming into this for the second time. Yeah, yeah I've got I've got a, you a got theory. A, you got a you got a theory. Um, You've helped me see a lot of things that I didn't see at the start <laughs> of this movie anyway. So um right, so we're talking about theories. theories. What you thought this was about. Final takes. Okay. Educate me, Lester. So obviously um on the surface this is a like sci-fi avant-garde film about body snatching aliens yeah yeah and it does a pretty good job of that i'd say great job. um with what some people would think is a lackluster ending yeah uh my take on it uh underneath all that is this film is about the sex industry Ooh. yeah okay um so Scarlett Johansson's character uh, is a sex worker, right? Uh, hence the uh, you know picking up men on the prowl stuff. I think that's all fairly self-explanatory yeah, with that. Um, so where this uh, gets interesting for me is the scene uh, with the uh, the guy with the disfigured face, and she sees herself as the alien form. Yeah. That alien form is her sort of misdeeds and her past actions. Right. And she's looking at herself going, is this what I have to be? Yeah. So like we were saying, you know, she's looking in the mirror, she's taking a good hard look at herself. Yeah, oh, I have to fucking do this. There's a lot of taking a good hard look at yourself in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Looking at herself in that figure, looking at herself in the actual mirror. Yep. And yep. looking at herself as another face. Yeah. And also the kind of feeling like an outsider when she's looking at other people and how to interact. Like she does want to belong, but she's in this horrible situation where, uh, you know, these people are making her do this thing. Yeah. Uh, the motorbike men. Yeah. Are in, in charge of what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, with her sort of alien, alien look, alien being, being her past actions and stuff. Yeah. The romantic scene where she gets a little tear yeah and she goes to have a and she goes to check it it's kind of like a vulnerability type thing where it's she finally opens her herself up to someone and it all comes rushing back yeah all her past actions and there's shame involved yeah and so that's what freaks her out yeah um and then again so we get near the end of the film and i i feel like you know, obviously that that very uncomfortable scene is that that world, that uh, you know, dark underworld coming back at her. Um, and it's kind of like her going, you know, can I you know, can I fully get away from this? And when she's holding her face, you know, her the face that she's been wearing and looking at her her actual self in there. She's kind of deciding which one is her actual self, and can she, can she actually fully get away from this ever? Yeah. Um. Yeah. The unfortunate thing with that ending is you never find out because no. she gets guilt. Um. But that's uh. That's that's how I take the film. 
very much. That is, is a very interesting take. The did not pick up on any of that. Yeah. Stuff. But that is really good. That's the, yeah. It kind of puts everything into perspective. Yeah. I, well, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Especially all the kind of the way that she acts with the way that she acts with the the the, the men in this movie. The way yep. it's, it, it it's all very transactional. Yeah. Yeah. The all of the all of the interactions. Yeah. She's just doing her job. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I told you I was waiting for someone to just explain what this is about <laughs> and just to blow my mind, and you did it. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's what I what I thought about. I mean, I can go further into yeah, it, but on, I yeah, well, yeah, I don't me... know if it needs it. But um, I mean, the the things with uh, the actual victim scenes, obviously, that's you know that's the transaction taking place. Yeah. Um, but I also think that's uh, partly their. Uh, I don't want to call it innocence because they're not innocent men, but they're they're you know what fuck it call it innocence because I have no better word for it. But like their innocence being taken away as well, like it's affecting both parties with these with these transactions. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, as you say, it's her being them being like absorbed into that her past actions type thing. Like, Why well, I, I think it's more them being absorbed into that CD industry. Yeah. I would say, um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically what I'd say, but I think it explains yeah. itself really. But yeah. yeah, the alien form is past actions. The girl at the start was a an old lady of the night. Yeah, she died from whatever, and they went, "Well, we just need to get a new person in on this spot." That's yeah, that's blowing my mind right now. Yeah, I'm, pretty grim. Yeah, pretty pretty grim. Not a light hearted film. No. Not on the body snatchers level, and definitely not on the sex worker <laughs> industry level. No, no. With that said, yeah. What are you giving this movie? Well, see, I'm I'm one of those idiots that likes this movie. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what you're thinking. All right, should, do you want me to? Do you want me to go first? Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Either or. Actually, I want to hear what you. I want to hear what you take. I I would give it a uh, chai latte, actually for me. Yeah, it's it's up there, seven point one. Ooh, cheeky treat with a little bit of spice. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's not a film you can watch all the time, every time, no. obviously. Um, but I do think it rewards rewatches, and I think it's amazingly shot. Obviously, the the visuals in this is so rich, you can just you can just drink that in. Yeah, the, the visuals are great. Yeah, if you're into uh you know, like cosmic horror. Um, there's some Lovecraftian vibes in yeah. there. I know yeah. I, I always fucking talk about Lovecraft Mate, stuff, Lovecraftian but I love it. stuff is great. I really so like much it. Stuff. Especially with the um, the kind of accents on water and being in the deep. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Cthulhu mythos kind of things going on there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I really like it. So 7.1 from me. I like that you like it. Good. I um. I am of a different opinion. Yeah, it's completely fair. Uh, I enjoyed it. I Some of the themes and things did kind of go over me and I need to kind of pay more. Like, I just, I needed, I needed, and I'm glad I had you here with me watching this because mm. I don't think I would have gotten as much as I, as much as I wanted to uh, from it. I love the visuals in this movie. I think yeah. it's absolutely just 
um yeah just just kind of a f- like a real feast for the eyes type thing and when oh, it yeah. wants to be but it's also um really subdued and yeah. kind of it contrasts those as well real yeah uh in other scenes especially in kind of like the when uh, when she's in the van and when she's kind of having those interaction scenes mm-hmm. um those kind of contrasts between those cinematic scenes are really great the m- music in this film which we d- barely talked about M- michael levy's just amazing it's score phenomenal it's, yeah, it's, it's really it's good one of the best scores it's so good in recent films it's amazing um that kind of singing violin just like kind of yeah. going over everything and just kind of making everything to feel a bit dreamy really really good uh but with that said i can watch this film like come back to it i'd need a break I oh yeah, some yeah. Sort, of, sort of thing so i'm i'm tempted to give it a green tea yeah but purely based on the descriptions that we give these ratings i'm gonna give it a white tea okay a white tea never tried it but i hear it's nice yeah <laughs> 4.26 okay uh you know it's, it's it's kind of for me it's somewhere in the middle yeah between that and the uh the green tea good standard tea you can drink it anytime 5.68 i i think i like it i enjoyed it just i couldn't do it again <laughs> yeah it just made me um it just yeah i just kind of it's a harrowing experience and I've watched a lot of films that have those kind of experiences yet. I, um, I, I can, I, for some reason just kind of, I really connect with the movie and I really can just kind of almost push past that kind of harrowingness. And it kind of feels, I think the word I'm, the word I'm looking for is I feel like it lacks catharsis for me. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with that. Uh, yeah. It that's lacks that's catharsis. And when you go through those harrowing moments in films, and this might just be from just kind of the way I like movies to go, um, is when you go through those harrowing experiences, I'm perfectly fine to have a tragedy in that. I just want some form of catharsis at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. And I just find the ending of it a bit abrupt. The moments in there are a little bit lackluster for me to want to revisit and go through that journey again. Yeah, like I think of other harrowing experience movies for me like, Wind River, which I saw recently, that is a dark, harrowing film, but it's incredible for like the catharsis moments. And, yeah, and it's kind of the violence and stuff that happens towards the end, and what it has to say about violence is definitely earned. I feel, um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a definitely interesting take. How uh, how would you have liked it to end? before we finish okay i would have I, okay here's here's an interesting take i uh preferably not with her on fire <laughs> yes yeah. i think that's it yeah is, i think is, we're in agreement there. uh i don't think she should have been set on fire i think the man the woodsman should have run away and left mm-hmm. and that would be have been great if that would have been the last that we'd seen of him i would have liked to understand a little bit more about when she's looking at herself I would like it to less to be less about what other people do to her and what her choices are about her inner self. Yeah. And what she has to say about herself. Yeah. That would have that that for me would have solidified it a bit more. I'm fine with an ambiguous ending, but just give me more of a hint in terms of where she's at and don't make me go through this entire 
kind of arc of her understanding for humanity only to have no say and be fucked over at the end like with no with no say in terms of what it that's a point in itself but i would have liked her yeah, to have a little a bit more say point. in her uh, <laughs> in in her own ending yeah yeah rather than yeah. just someone chucking chucking petrol and setting her on fire and that's it boom that is very fair i think um for me i would have had it much the same up to the point where the woodsman is forcing himself upon her then i would have liked to have a callback to the rock from the beach i would have liked her to just fucking cave his head in with a rock yeah and then the same scene where she's looking at herself she's taking off the skin she's looking at herself yeah hold that for ages and after that i would like to see her put the skin back on walk off into the sunset and you Correct. don't you don't know if she's really going to make a change or if she's going to go back to her old ways but you know that it's one of those two yeah that's what i would have liked to see like it's still ambiguous but there's a ray of hope yeah and i think we're on the same length there yeah because that's the thing is that that rock um and that kind of at the start of the film she's completely in control of every situation yes she's killing people yeah but it's like when she gets the empathy and humanity she's she more vulnerable com- she just c- completely forgets everything yeah gets completely more vulnerable and suddenly is a victim in situations where she could have quite easily um yeah taken care of that yeah that's what i would have liked to see some of that vulnerability kind of disappear again but also with the innocence going for her to kill that man yeah and then her struggling with the decision afterwards yeah is what i would have liked to see that would have been that would have been good we're in agreement there oh cool different scores but kind of um similar points i think so yeah yeah so Not sure what we're doing for next week. No, we but, haven't. We haven't really spoken about it. Uh, but we'll yeah. have a think, and we'll get back to you. And if you have any takes you want to let us know, then just get in touch with the show. Yeah, Do you want to wrap it up, and then let's. I'll list I'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um. So you can let us know on Twitter or Instagram on at the movie brew. Yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the movie brew. You can send us an email. Uh, hello at themoviebrew.com. Yeah. And also the website is themoviebrew.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh let us know. Um Give us I'm, takes. I'm kind of this isn't gonna happen next week, but I'm gonna make Tarek sit through Zardos at some point. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> that's gonna be really fun. <laughs> uh yeah, if you got any suggestions, please let us know, guys. Uh that'd be really helpful. Yeah, cool. And just like give us your takes, let us know if you got any suggestions for stuff and whether you agree or disagree with the stakes, I am enjoying doing these polarizing movies and enjoying yeah. people's reading reviews. And it'd be great if pe- listeners that are doing this can tweet us what they think about movies. Yeah. Because I'd be well up for reading that sort of stuff. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with that, uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of The Movie Brew. And yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next time. Cheers.